Welcome to the Gifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Online Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become special speakers. Our guest today is Tony Perry. Tony is a positioning and visibility strategist, a motivational speaker, workshop facilitator, author, and PR consultant. Welcome, Tony. Thank you so much. Excited to be here. So PR is such a big thing, and visibility is a huge thing because I think I heard some entrepreneurs say, I forgot his name, but like, it's pretty much said if people don't know you, they can't hire you. <laughs> That's true. Very true. And, and for you, you've been doing this for a long time, 20 years. So I'd love to ask you, what are some of the most basic things that business owners, entrepreneurs don't really do well that you have helped and seen through the years of your experience? Uh, I think one of those things is, is, is I think a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs get so busy in the work that they're doing that they forget using themselves as a, uh, as a personal brand and as a marketable brand, uh, as a way to drive their business, as a way to drive awareness, as a way um, to get exposure. I think it's one of the simplest ways that you can market your business by marketing yourself. And I think that's something that a lot of entrepreneurs forget. I was even guilty of that myself with my own agency, just so busy of doing the work for our clients and really supporting my team that I didn't think much about promoting myself as a way to promote what we were doing. Yeah. And it's so important now, like I, I tell people oftentimes that when people see my life and I've you know, spoken a lot but in the last five years, I pivoted back only to speaking, where for a large portion of that, I did speaking and consultant work. Mm -hmm. But when I realized, okay, I'm going to be in a more public role, and you have to play the role to get to the goal. And with speaking, you have to have a presence online and YouTube videos and Instagram or, or LinkedIn. And so it's free, though. That's the beauty of this stuff, at least initially, you know? So are there suggestions that you might suggest on, again, how they can be more visible? Like, I get a question often, like, well, do I go on LinkedIn or YouTube or Facebook? What, what do you suggest in terms of how to find that visibility? Or what platforms, that, I should say? I think there are so many opportunities, and, and you have to really kind of listen to or pay attention to where is your audience? Where, where is your target market? Where are people um, that you want to become your customers or clients? Where are they listening and leaning in? And, and because there are so many opportunities now, you can launch a podcast, you can have a YouTube channel, uh, you can create a blog, you can get out and speak, you can create your own speaking opportunity, you can submit to speak at events. There are a plethora of opportunities for you to interject your message, your story, your business ideas, your concepts about how things are happening in and around the world, in the industry that you're in to be heard. And I think sometimes we think a little bit too hard about it as opposed to re, um, uh, recognizing those things that are right in front of us, like some of the community organizations that we're a part of. Um, going back to speak at, at maybe the college or university that we attended, um, speaking at a chamber of commerce, <clears throat> um, speaking with some of the network groups that we're a part of, offering our expertise and our skill set as something that can help their community um, learn something faster or, or find out how to do something within that industry more. I think a lot of people make it a little bit too complex and actually um, missing opportunities that are right there before them where they could be interjecting their expertise and building themselves up as a thought leader in the space that they are operating in. I couldn't agree with you more. Again, it, it, it's, it's like 
it's like almost like exercising. He's like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, well, let's just start first with just drinking some water <laughs> and taking a 20 minute walk. And it, it, it's great advice because again, sometimes when someone might see your experience and you're a speaker, like, well, I don't know if I can work with you. But again, I like the fact that you break it down. So let's break down your book. So your book is called My Hype Book. Yes, it is uh, a transformational tool that helps you see yourself through your success lens. I ran a PR agency for 10 years, and when it was time for me to pivot away from that, I didn't quite know how to give myself permission to do it. When you, you know, as an entrepreneur, when you build a business, it's your baby, and I had been calling it my baby for uh, 10 years, and I didn't want the baby anymore. I just didn't want to do it anymore. And Don't tell I, the baby that, Tony. I know, I know. I liken it to, I always, when I am speaking, sometimes I'll share, I liken it to when you're dating that person that's really great and really wonderful, but when they blink, you want to punch them in the face. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it. You just aren't there anymore. You're just not into it anymore. And um, because we were really successful, we were an award-winning agency, had a, a really great client base. Most of our clients were in the hospitality and tourism space. So we represented luxury uh, hotels and destinations and shopping centers and airlines and airports. Um, the work was great. I was just ready to pivot away. It's one thing to say, I'm not doing this because, uh, because I'm going to do this. It's another thing to say, I don't want to do this anymore and I don't quite know what I want to do next. Yeah. In the process of searching out what my next thing was, I happened across a documentary about Muhammad Ali and saw how he named his, con uh, his confidence because mine was really null and void at that moment because I decided to close my agency and move away from it but didn't know what I wanted to do next. Um, I found the way he kind of maintained his confidence was he was constantly hyping himself up. He was reminding himself <laughs> of his victories of his um, his wins. It was right before I watched this documentary and I was captivated. How did he maintain his confidence in the face of defeat? How did he maintain it when the country didn't support him, hated him because he didn't support the Vietnam War? How did he maintain it even when he was stricken with Parkinson's disease? Um, and then a few clips later, right before he was getting into a ring for a fight, his, his hype man, his corner man, Boudini Brown, was in his face ardently yelling, reminding of his win of his wins, his knockouts, that he was a champ and he was the greatest. And my thought in that moment was if we all had a hype man <laughs> reminding us of our wins, we'd have that kind of confidence. So I sat down and wrote out my wins and really journaled in great detail about what it meant to achieve the things that I had. And it was things across the board. It was big accounts that we had won. It was launching my business at the beginning of of the recession and soaring and continuing to soar, but also personal things like running the LA Marathon. And within two days of doing that, Christopher, I tell you there was an ascension of confidence that rose up in me that I was now looking at myself through my success lens. And that led me into actually writing this book that is now called My Hype Book. And it's just a great tool for helping you to take inventory of how much you actually bring to the world, how much you contribute, your gifts, your talents, and how much you actually succeed because I think so many of us spend a lot of time giving way too much mental real estate to the things that we fail at or our mistakes or our setbacks or when we're misunderstood. But if we take that much time to relish in our wins, I think we see ourselves very differently and be able to navigate through life with a great 
a, a greater sense of confidence in ourselves. No, I, I like the fact there's two points that I, I hear from you right now. One is Muhammad Ali is really a man that is so inspiring. Like I, I always knew of him. Okay, yeah, he's a boxer. But when I dove into the story about like at one point at the height of his career, he refused to get drafted. And he's right. like, no, this is based on principle or exactly. even his own name. And I was like so inspired because, you know, all entrepreneurs go through knockouts and yes. debilitating moments and, and blows that might end your career. In his case, I didn't know at the height of his career, he's refused. And that really yeah. says about his integrity. Now to you though, I admire what you're doing because again, your very job was to hype your clients. Exactly. And it's hard, frankly, to hype yourself because if your focus is, sounds like you're so service oriented that you're helping your clients. So you didn't really need to hype yourself because that's your goal and your job was to hype other people. But exactly. it's rare that you can do that because most people don't do that. You know, they, they, they are too critical, as you said, but I, I admire and applaud you for seeing those qualities in yourself because that's how you build real confidence. You can build it externally. You can buy a nice car, live in a nice house, and might wear a nice dress or suit. But what you did is super important, and, and I want the listeners to realize and know, I do the same, by the way. It isn't mm -hmm. about arrogance. It's really about mm -hmm. writing down specific things, as you would call hype, to remind yourself that when you actually write it down, there's something very visceral. It's like, wow, yeah, I did the, do those things. So I want our listeners to really dive into your advice, Tony, because it's so important that we, especially now in the day and age we live in where everyone is so distracted with their phones, that if you don't hype yourself, I don't care how modest you are, you're not gonna have a business because you can't be that modest when you're promoting yourself. You can do it in a tactful way. Right. I love the fact that you are writing down the things so that it's clear, it's crystal, and it's solid, they can see it. And from there, it really does build the confidence that you suggested. So, so I wanted to, again, our listeners to, to really understand how important that advice is. So how can our listeners learn more about you, Tony? We're pretty much out of time. Okay. Um, I will say this one thing. There is a line in the book that I think helps people get past that part of feeling like hyping yourself up is a bad thing. It's really, it's, it's, it's tapping into your inner advocate. It's cheerleading for yourself. And um, there's a line in the book that says the presence of humility should not mean the absence of personal accolade it's okay to pat ourselves on the back and be really proud of who we are. And the more we do that, I think the, more, the better we can contribute and give ourselves as a gift to the industries that we work in, our families and our communities. But, I can agree um, more. <laughs> I can be found at um, TonyPurry.com and I can also be found on social media at Tony Purry on Instagram and Tony Purry on Facebook. And then my book is available at MyHypeBook.com. Awesome. Tony, thanks so much for your time and your beautiful advice. Thank you so much. This was, this was a lot of fun.